0: Hello. So I've just looked up the, th- the throat issue that I was having. Oh, yeah. And um, apparently it's a psychological disorder that can never be cured. <laughs> so, Welcome happy Monday. Welcome This is the podcast where we talk about someone. And then veer into our own anxieties and talk about those for about half an hour. Tilly has spiders in her throat. I have spiders and hair in my throat and it's all there and I can feel it. I'm just going to move my chair. Okay. I'm gonna move mine too. And my bag. Oh, just, just had a just had a donut. We just went to Greg's and veggie sausage oh, rolled it, big time. Cup of tea, big
1: time. Donut. Maybe I've
0: just got dry throat.
1: Have you been talking a lot rehearsing your play?
0: Hmm. Which is now on. Yes, it's going very well. We've g- had fantastic reviews. Fantastic reviews. <laughs> Depending on what happens, this will either be hilarious or <laughs> just the truth. We're recording this pre-reviews,
1: but yeah. but it's good to visualise the future mm. that you want to create. I'm
0: having a good time. Everyone's very nice.
1: Shout out, out to for.
0: Jonathan, who plays my boyfriend. Jono. Jono. He's a great guy and a wonderful actor. And he's only 22. Oh, he's going to be a big star, I think. Him. Yeah, I know. He's so young and so talented and great, yeah.
1: That's lovely, and yeah. it also has the maturity to be a nice person. At yeah, I know.
0: Too. I, I literally, I could not do it. He's um, he's doing it already. Good for him. Good for him. Well done. I enjoyed the donut. It kind of alleviates while I'm eating, the, the hair in my throat, spiders in my throat. Can I read to you about it to get my health yeah, go anxiety on. out? go on. Do you do this with every symptom... Do you Google it? Yeah, I've got a massive hypochondriac, yeah. Okay, so it's called globus (laughs) pharyngeus. In many cases, a doctor can find no apparent cause of the sensation. Often globus pharyngeus is due to minor inflammation in the throat or at the back of the mouth. The throat muscles and mucous membranes can feel strained when the throat is dry, causing feelings that something is stuck in the throat.
1: Okay, right. I just want to say that you probably don't have this. Yeah. And also... I worry that by reading it out, you're spreading the anxiety to our lovely listeners. Yeah. You but just can need you a... just tell me
0: that I ha- it's all fine? It's
1: all fine. Okay. You just need a lozenger.
0: Yeah, I've done some lozenger. It's not going away. It I've will... had it for like three days. It
1: will be the play.
0: It will be that you need to do some steaming, some... I just simply hate to take care of myself. <laughs> so just don't tell me to do anything for myself, all right? Don't do anything for yourself. <laughs> But the thing is, if you don't take care of yourself,
1: then you'll end up with symptoms that you can then Google that will make you then think that you're dying. It's all perpetual. Stop making sense!
0: <laughs> yeah, you're right, mate. I need to go home and steam. Maybe I'll do a boots trip on my way home. Mm, and get some.
1: Treat yourself to some love. self
0: bits. I've spent so much money this week. Is I've it... just bought everything I want because I'm. Cause earning I, money? I'm a, do you know what I mean? Get £400 a week. It's not like I'm. Woo! Not like I'm. You know. Johnny Big Dick with my money, but I'm, um, you know, when you're, you're, it's been so long since I had a regular wage. Mm. That I'm just like, yeah. So uh, this
1: week we're talking uh, about
0: <laughs> Fiona Bruce. What wah, wah. I told my mum that we were doing Fiona Bruce and she said, oh, God, my hate figure. Why? Uh, let me read what my mum said. Yeah, um, let us know. Oh, Lord, my absolute hate figure. Fiona Bruce. There must be a second-hand clothes shop somewhere near where she lives called Lady Die, where she gets all of her outfits from. Yeah,
1: she is. I have a conspiracy theory. Is this not just me? That she is Lady Die in a wig. <laughs> that Lady Di didn't die. They, have, they are literally the spit of each other. It's so weird. Are they? They look the same. They have the same kind of face, no. hair and body. Do I'm going to get two pictures up and hair, show Hair, body, face. <laughs> And sort of manner as well. I mean, I don't really remember Lady Dice, so I might be wrong.
0: Um, Are you just about to say loads of good things about Fiona Bruce? Yeah. <laughs> did you not hear about the whole thing with Diana Abbott? Yeah. So, should we read a Wikipedia page? Everybody no, face. look, this isn't a
1: theory by anyone else. I really think that Lady Diana did. Like not...
0: your Darren Brown Banksy theory. <gasps> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, well, I saw your tweets about it. Do you
1: mean... agree? Um, you don't think I'm right? I hope it's not true because I hope that he's a
0: local working class Bristolian. Yeah, but the world doesn't work like that, Tilly. I just think a lot of what Banksy does is really trite <laughs> and just like really like. Meh. Are you joking? Yeah, just kind of obvious. And oh I think Darren Brown's a bit too clever.
1: You're wrong. You're wrong, because the whole thing that Derren, I'm happy to be wrong, Darren Brown. It is sort of, it's quite
0: commercial
1: now, mm. but he draws bold, big statements to certain
0: things. Yeah. I mean, the stunt with the frame was a bit like, oh. What was that? When he shredded the painting. Oh, that was cool. It was all right, actually. I just think it's all a bit like, ooh. Pretentious. Phones are bad. Do you know what I mean? It's all just a bit like... Mm. Well, we're not talking about Banksy. We I should... haven't done any research on Banksy, so let's not talk we about We should Banksy. do Banksy. We should do Banksy. Yeah.
1: Um, cause Slash we can...
0: Darren Brown. We,
1: can, yeah. we should do it. Because also, I conspiracy theory, so I did a Twitter thread about all the reasons that I think Banksy is Darren Brown. Mm. It's pinned to my Twitter, so go take a look. Um, You've pinned it? I was expecting it to go immediately viral. <laughs> and the fact that it hasn't is it confirms oh. my theory that
0: Banksy is Darren Brown. And he's got us all under his mind control. He's quashed
1: it. You've stopped that from spreading mm. far and wide. Maybe he is,
0: Banksy. You're convincing me now.
1: I really think he is. Fiona Elizabeth Bruce, born the 25th of April 1964, which makes her 55.
0: Mm. She looks good for it. Oh,
1: she's great. Is a British journalist, newsreader and television presenter since joining the BBC as a researcher on And Panorama. Stone Cold Fox. <laughs> this is the thing. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um... Since joining... Oh,
0: I'm having a, you know, a donut slump. psychotic episode. I'm having a donut slump. All of the sugar. Uh, Occasionally, individuals who choke or swallow large objects retain a portion of it in their throat. (laughs) Or sometimes a large object can scrape part of the throat. In either case, people may experience a feeling of fullness at the back of the throat. Since becoming
1: a researcher on Panorama in 1989, she has gone on to become the first female newsreader on the BBC News at 10. That's cool. Mm. I mean, Tilly is literally not listening. She's googling her throat sometimes.
0: Globus pharyngeus. She was is the a first
1: female newsreader on the BBC News at 10. The first one. The first one. As well as presenting many flagship. Shi- <laughs> <laughs> as well as presenting many. <laughs> many Flapship programs <laughs> for the corporation, including.
0: Flapship!
1: <laughs> including BBC News at 6. Oh my gosh. Crime Watch. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah, she did host Crime Watch, didn't she?
1: Yeah, Real Story, which I've not heard of, Antiques Roadshow. Yeah. And Fake or Fortune, question mark. And then most importantly and most relevantly, it's not a word, since the 10th of January 2009, she has also been presenting of... Since the 10th of January 2009... I should
0: never have given you that, Donut. You've absolutely gone to bits.
1: Since the 10th of January 2019, <laughs> that's has awesome. She has You've also
0: absolutely <laughs> gone to bits.
1: I'm like a you... child. Wasn't she since? <laughs> since the 10th of January 2019, she has also been the presenter of the BBC Television <laughs> <laughs> of the BBC. Since the 10th of January 2019, she's also been the. <laughs> <laughs> Since the 10th of January 2019, she's also (laughs) been the presenter of the BBC One television programme, Question Time. We did it. The flap sheet. (laughs) sheet. So here's some things we're going
0: to talk about. Okay, tell me.
1: I'm just going to give you a little quick like, bullet point, what she's about. Mm. So what I really like about her, she had a boring job doing something... Boring, and she was crying in the toilets every day. Relatable. She then met the editor of Panorama at a wedding, and she just bugged him and bugged him and bugged him until he gave her a job. She became a researcher for Panorama. I mean,
0: if you being bugged by the universe, you wouldn't say no, would you? Well, we should talk about that. So she about is... me being a pervert. Yeah, we should. <laughs> she. I need professional help.
1: We'll t- in a minute talk about the fact that she's absolutely gorgeous and. That is people's main takeaway, mm. isn't it?
0: Unfairly, probably. Well. We'd run the human, aren't we? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know what noise that was. It was my throat, disease, your throat You've got, got globus
0: pharyngeus. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, she, uh. then, she then went on to be a presenter of Panorama. She then became presenter of Crime Watch. We read out a wiki. You get all that. Let's talk about the fact she's fit. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just go in with that.
0: Yeah. She's fit. Been- She's fit. The end. So what I think is... I feel really unusual after that donut. I feel like I'm coming up. I think... <laughs> I'm really confused. Like there was something in it. I've... High intensity of yeah. sugar.
1: So the thing about being fit yeah. is... I'm going to plough on. Even yeah, yeah no, please do. Okay. The thing about her being fit, yeah? Yeah. So she went on Top Gear and she drove and then as she walked away, Jamie Clarkson said that she didn't know about but on air, he said she's got a great bum. Right. Keep it to yourself. Yeah, but he did it purposely as a camera, like, we all agree, Fiona Mm. Bruce has got a great bum. She then went back on the show, like, Mm. a few years later and slapped his bum to, like, get him back. And
0: Which I'm assuming he masturbated (laughs) over later.
1: And then in 2010, she won the Rear of the Year Award... Mm -hmm. and she went to personally accept the award in person yeah which she's since said i wish i'd not done that because it's actually quite a demeaning award but i think what's really interesting about her she also got a fan piece of fan mail where this guy wrote out loads of stuff and at the end he wrote p.s i have a medium-sized penis (laughs) which she's talked about in interviews she really likes the fact that he was
0: oh he wasn't trying to he was preparing her for like a Yeah, like it's going to happen, so, you know. She should
1: know that it's not, you know. It's not massive, but it's not small. Yeah, it's medium. Yeah, But I just think she's a really interesting example of how, in order to retain her status and the person she is, she has to slightly take it all on the chin. Mm. Because if she gets wound up by it and annoyed by it, then she looks like she's not a good sport. But equally, if she endorses it, then she is a slut sh- you know, she'll be slut-shamed, won't she, for mm. just using her looks to get her places. So I think she has had to tr- trod this kind of th- balance of how to best respond to the fact that she is constantly She is a on, woman
0: living a public intellectual life.
1: Who happens to just be absolutely a 10.
0: Yeah, but she's b- privileged because of that. People are Completely. more, you know, but likely think, to listen to her yeah. while they're looking at her face and whatever else. I think she
1: recognises that. And it just makes you think, because, you know, it's a bit annoying that she went and accepted the Rear of the Year award. Mm. But then I don't think you can ever judge a woman for the way that she responds to people. No, I don't think
0: um,
1: so. Awarding her with a Rear of the Year. Because what do you do? Do you, get driven, do you, get, do you complain about it? she mm. say, I want you to take me seriously, because then who's going to take you seriously? Everyone goes, ah, up, love. Oh, it's just
0: a day. It's only a bit of carry-on fun, yes, sour nose
1: bitch. And she's always identified as a feminist mm. from very early on in her career. Um, she was accused of being biased in a BBC interview with the founder of Fathers for Justice, Matt O'Connor, because she... Uh...
0: I've spilt tea on my white shoe. <laughs> I wish I was dead.
1: How did that even happen? I'll transfer you thirty pounds. <laughs> did you see that happen? Yeah, I did. It happened. It's been. It's been waiting oh, to happen for a while. My old friend. That will come out. Pop a bit of, <sighs> same remover on that.
0: Life is suffering. <laughs> yeah, I've got a jumper anyway. a jumper
1: Sorry, go on. It's... So she was biased in this interview with the Fathers for Justice founder Matt O'Connor, yeah. and I think. That's what she's... So Where that was, have they gone? They got the justice they needed. Did they? <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, because well, fathers are still killing the kids loads, of Well, this they? is the thing so. I
1: think actually... Probably Good
0: got- job, fathers. <laughs> you smashed it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> There's been a big thing about the uh, family courts being... Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation,
0: we thought we'd bring our prices
1: responsible for putting loads of kids back with abusive fathers. Yeah, and then they get murdered. No and then judge. they all die, yeah. yeah. Cool, cool stuff. So, cool. we're cool going to get stuff. letters, aren't we, because everyone's going to go that sexist
0: towards men. I don't give a shit. I don't plan on having kids. So. One star. Yeah. One star from Batman. <laughs> from Batman at the House of <laughs> Parliament. Oh... No, we probably shouldn't talk about them. So she was
1: biased in a BBC interview. Well, she was found to be, for the interview, wasn't technically confirmed to be biased by the BBC, but it was found to be lacking or something like that or not fully, not a very good interview.
0: how seriously can you take someone who dresses up as Superman and then sits on top of a a monument? Yeah.
1: There's a bit of a thing about... So, where to start? There's a bit of a thing about the BBC being biased. Like, everyone always thinks they're being biased in the opposite direction. Mm, Yeah, My kind of theory is that they are biased in comedy, definitely, mm. to the left.
0: Yeah. But they are biased. Well, that's because, I mean, how many funny Nazis do you know?
1: <laughs> well, you They're not surprised. known for the
0: humour. I
1: don't know. You laugh when you agree with someone, don't you? So maybe mm. if I was a Nazi, I'd find Nazis yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I think they're biased, with the left <laughs> with comedy, but I think they're biased to the right with their political commentary, and I think that comes in
0: the form of... What the- we need is for Michael Gove to come back and do... <laughs> Some more
1: oh, yeah, award-winning satire. Get him back to his journalism days. But, you know, you've got Laura Koonsberg, you've got um, Andrew Neil, and I don't know, but what people are sort of implying from her performance on BBC Question Time is you've got Fiona Brucey. Mm. So she... I don't know what politics is, and it's really hard to be balanced, isn't it, when you're on a show where basically everybody just screams at each other. mm But she's got in some trouble recently. Was it the first episode where she basically told Diane Abbott that her statistics was wrong when it wasn't? So Diane Abbott said that Labour were uh, equal in the polls to the Tory party. But wasn't
0: there like a pre-show warm-up where she just slagged off Diane Abbott and just like,
1: well, we don't know what she up said. The crowd. We don't know what she said. She said something that was apparently supposed to be like a joke. She was like doing a warm up set. It's really weird. What the fuck? And, You're not a comedian. And as part of that warm up set, she made a reference to the personal versus the politics, and I think it implied. I don't know. This is all from like reading newspapers. Yeah. It implied that Diane Abbott was in power and in the position she was because of. Her relationship with Jeremy Corbyn, but she since denied that that's what the implication of the joke was. But the but the argument is that it was a joke. But obviously that happened, so the audience, Diane Abbott felt were then against her, which I think is probably true. Mm. And then she was really rude when Diane Abbott was speaking, at saying, "You are wrong about that. That's just wrong." And obviously, Diane Abbott has a bit of a history of being a bit squiffy with the figures. Yeah. So everyone just accepts, oh, she's right. You know Fiona Bruce is right and Diane Abbott's wrong, and it just shut Diane Abbott mm. down. She then had to apologise the next week and be like, "I said that she was wrong, and she wasn't. That poll was actually yeah true that they were equal in the polls." Yeah, but mm. I think I, I did feel for Fiona Bruce because if you look at Jeremy Paxman or if you look at David Dimbleby who'd done it before, the kind of whole setup of those shows is that they're very passionate and that you as the person asking the questions and chairing the meeting, essentially, have to get quite vocal with putting your foot down and when you stop people
0: talking and the problem is... Yeah, but do you shout, you are wrong, at people? I don't think you do. Jeremy Paxman does. Yeah, but I don't think David Dimbleby was ever like that,
1: was he? He was a bit snidey and would laugh at people. Yeah. I mean, the culture of that show in general is not solving anything, Mm. is it? No. Why? No. I can't watch it, it's too stressful. Yeah, it's stupid. No one comes away from that and goes, Oh I've really had my mind changed. Yeah. It's a big waste of time. Or well, maybe some
0: people do, I don't know.
1: It's a way of appeasing people to feel like they're having a voice. It's just like a... Uh... there's there's
0: some clip that my boyfriend showed me. I can't remember what it's from. I think it's from like a poor White House thing or something. And it's like a parody of like one of like of Newsnight basically. And you know how they always go in the audience and there's always that one person and then everyone claps and it's sort of fucking shit. Yeah, question time. And um, they went in the audience and in in this comedy sketch and this guy takes the mic and he just goes, "Uh, yes, um, I just want to say I don't understand all this Tracy Emin art. (laughs) And everyone starts, like, wildly applauding. (laughs) I agree with you. Yeah. That's I don't and now all, that's all I can think whenever I see any of them. I don't understand this Tracy Emin art.
1: I just remember watching one where this guy was in the audience and he was saying that he'd lost his job and that he was homeless and he was blaming immigration. So that's bad because that's not true. Mm-hmm. But you also
0: feel for this person who's lost their job and is homeless and has been fed lies about why they are.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And he was really reasonable in the way that he was speaking and he was there to have a genuine discussion about it and I think mm. if someone had calmly, you know, had a debate with him about it, he would have stayed in his seat. But everybody just went mad and bullied him to the point that he got up and walked out of the studio and I just thought, you've just lost somebody there from yeah. feeling like they're part of anything. and
0: You've just di- disillusioned them further. Yeah, yeah, you've
1: not solved anything.
0: Because, you know, maybe he hasn't figured that out on his own, you know... And Well, it's this whole thing of, like, are we trying to change people's minds? What are we doing? What are we doing? Trying to change people's minds? I don't know. I'm not. I don't fucking go outside. I'm not trying to change anyone's (laughs) mind. Ideally, I'd like to buy an island and just take all the people that I like. So with this podcast, what are
1: you doing? Are you trying to change anyone's mind? I'm just trying to get rich, (laughs) baby!
0: Well, I think maybe you've picked the wrong Yeah, we've gone about this the wrong way. <laughs> we currently had a loss. Yeah. Would you accept rear of the year if you were offered rear of the year? Would you accept it? I will never
1: ever be offered rear of the year because I don't, know. I don't have a bum. Do you not? Let me show you. It's
0: flat. It's not completely flat.
1: It's flat. I don't mind. You know, I've got big boobs. No bum? Yeah,
0: I'm the opposite way. See, so, yeah, I've got the, I've got no boobs, but I, I, do have a great bum. You might get rear of the year. <sighs> I wouldn't turn it down. Would you go and accept it in person? No, I'd send my bum. <laughs> <laughs> this one's for you.
1: <laughs> I'd Enjoy send your someone night dressed
0: off. up as my ass. I'd send someone in drag as my ass. Did
1: you see that play um, that was about bad reviews that women had got, and they talked out their bums, literally the show opened and they'd blacked out the kind of the space so that all you could see was they were bent over and all you could see was their bums and they'd drawn... I don't know if they put eyes on the top of them or something, but they managed to make them wobble so it looked like... And you saw properly in there and everything, like... <laughs> It was, all, was this in this country? It was at the Fringe and then it transferred to Soho, to the Soho Theatre. I thought it was fantastic. And they read out the bad reviews that they'd got but out of their bum holes. That was it. They put their arms around so it looked like they were, going, they were like being expressive with their arms mm. but their, but their bum was the face.
0: What the fuck was the name of that show? It was so good. It was so good. I mean, I'm guessing it was called like Talking Out of Our arse.
1: And it was re- it was such a well-constructed play and the whole thing was based on this review that someone had got where they'd gone, she does this thing. It's almost as though it was intentional and through the whole show whenever anything links up or like feeds mm. together, they go it's almost as if this has all been planned and this is all intentional. <laughs> it was so sick. Particularly after I just have f- had a fringe of having very bad reviews. Yeah. It felt very empowering.
0: Talk out their is Sexist critics, but of joke in Edinburgh show. mm mm-hmm. it Wild
1: a- boar. Wild boar, that was it. Is there a picture of their bums?
0: No, it's, it's them looking cool. They were so talented, it was so good. We saw so many times where a male reviewer didn't get a performance, so they decided it was so out there and wacky that it was relevant to no one. The arrogance of the attitude that uh, if, as a straight white male, they didn't understand it, then obviously it made no sense to anybody. It was a really brave thing to do because
1: going and saying we didn't get good reviews because you didn't understand our show yeah. is really trusting that what you're going to do is going to be artistically excellent. Mm. But all the reviewers went and gave it fantastic reviews, which I just thought, what else yeah, can they, they were do? Scared. Yeah, I don't want to be a bum in your next show. Just to go back to the thing with Diane Abbott, yeah, I think um, what I found really hopeful about it is it shows that our culture has really shifted, that we. We're really aware of the fact Diane Abbott was treated differently in that space, and the BBC is really strongly saying it wasn't racist and sexist. But there's there's a reason that Diane Abbott is gets talked to, yeah, in that yeah. way, and there's a reason that we assume oh. that she. But what... I don't
0: know how she does it. Yeah, she's... there was a thread the other day on Twitter. I don't know if you saw it, but um, this uh, woman who's um, I think she, I don't know if she's a journalist, but she's like well known on Twitter. Um, was basically in the same tube carriage as Diane Abbott and this white couple basically began to film her and, like, laugh and, like, stand in front of her making faces and stuff. Um, and the the woman from, from Twitter basically confronted them um, and explained, like, why they were racist and, oh, like, got them cool. to delete the footage and stuff. Um, Good for her. And um, apparently, like, the white woman started crying, which is, like, you know classic white woman yeah <laughs> um, and like being like I wasn't racist I wasn't racist and it's like even if you don't realise that what you're doing is racist it doesn't mean that it's not yeah. racist most racism is like that yeah and then Diane Abbott saw the thread and tweeted her saying thank you so much um, hope you have a, a lovely bank holiday oh
1: <sighs> I That's just so love her. Lovely. She's so
0: sweet. What
1: a nice thing to do. Do you know
0: what I mean? In terms of the mistakes that she's made, she's one of the most unproblematic MPs, actually. But it's only because of who she is that she receives the amount of hate that she does. And I don't know how she does it. She, she's unbelievable. She's so strong. Yeah. There's
1: a reason that she's one of the few women mm. of colour who's in a position of power in the mm. House of the
0: Parliament. And the... Majority she gets in Hackney is unbelievable. It's one of the biggest majorities in the country. I love. Do you know when she,
1: during the last election, after the thing that happened where she just was completely rinsed by the media, mm. and she ended up having to sort of take a step out of campaigning and stuff, mm. her majority increased. She got more votes in Hackney than UKIP did in the country. Gosh, isn't that amazing?
0: Well, I'm glad we've been here. <laughs> I'm glad we've had this time together. So, Fiona Bruce... I've got spiders in my throat. There's nothing I could do. There's nothing I could do. And I what can I do? And I had too much sugar, so I'm both up and
1: down all at the same time. It's very confusing. I'm
0: going to lie under the table. <laughs> Fiona Bruce, do we like her? Do we not like her? I don't know. She's boring. <laughs> Why did we pick her? You picked her. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. She was on your list. You sent me four names and that's who we've done. <sighs> because I went to comprehensive schools. <laughs> this is a mess, because we both went to comprehensive schools. If we'd gone to private school, our podcast would be the top-rated on oh my iTunes. God, well, we'd have enough money to pay for it to be... <laughs> oh,
1: Tilly, I know what I want you to do. What? I want you to read out where we are at the chart in the charts. Oh, what, from our last Chartable? Let me have a look. Tilly's got some good news to all of our mm-hmm. listeners, and we'd like to say thank you so much.
0: Yeah. Chart positions. We've just... Gone out of the top 100 in Croatia oh, comedy. got gutted. In Bolivia, in all podcasts, we're number... It's the spiders in my throat. In Bolivia, in all podcasts, we're number 97. Woo! And in Bolivia, the comedy section of the podcast, we're number eight. Whoa. Down four. Oh, that's annoying. Come on, guys. Our episode on Justin Bieber is... Um, 112 in Honduras. (laughs) Where's Honduras? I wish I knew. (laughs) Thanks for listening, guys, in Honduras. And um, our episode with Jade Adams is number 41 in Bolivia in the comedy episodes. Wow. So what I'm saying is, guys, we're... (laughs) We're doing all right. We're doing all right. Let me look at some of the other ones. Our weekly update in... April, nothing. <laughs> nothing. People were busy in April. 22nd of April, we were 254 in the comedy podcasts in Thailand. Amazing. So, all I'm saying is, guys, getting at the ground floor before this goes nuclear. Right, we're going to go and have a lie down. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Love you. Love you. Bye. Did you see I sent you £30 on one? You've been listening to Bitchin, a podcast by T.T. Steele and Helen Monks. Our music is by Dave Cribb and our artwork is designed by Luke W. Robson. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands.